A reading from Matthew 26, 14-16. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. Uh, The first thing I'm going to say is if you go back, I think it's in Luke. uh, It says that after Satan had failed in his attempts to tempt Jesus away from the Father, God, um, it says that he left and would wait for an opportune time. And we're coming, we're coming upon this opportune time in terms of the overall narrative of the four Gospels, because we've reached Jerusalem, and it's so uh, it's so unusual to me. I mean, it's so extraordinary actually to me to uh, see that Judas Iscariot, who's been with Jesus the whole time finally gives in to these dark impulses to turn on him, to betray him, and worse than that, to betray him for money. Uh, And a lot of people, he didn't know what he was doing and stuff like that. But at some point along the way, uh, what Satan was trying to do to Jesus in the wilderness He's achieved through uh, uh, Judas Iscariot uh, close to or about the time they enter Jerusalem. Yeah, the Judas story is so interesting. You know, it's just this translation. What are you willing to give me if I deliver them over to you? Oh, 30 pieces of silver. Okay, that works for me. You know, it's I was actually just the other day reading um some sayings, statements from my son. I've talked about my son, Riley, quite a few times on this, but when he was little, when he was like six, seven, eight years old, I realized as he was verbally processing the world and God, he was saying some really beautiful gems and I wrote them down and I was just reading one from him the other day. When he was like six years old, he said, he said, idolatry is like a shortcut. Mm. Um, but God, but God takes you the long way, but it's always better. Mm. And I was thinking about that little statement from a, from a child, because I think what Judas had here is as something we all suffer from, which was idolatry, whether it was the actual money that was his idol, or maybe it was power. You know, mm-hmm. He had some power over Jesus, but it was a shortcut. It was, hey, give me these 30 coins. And it led to actually his destruction mm-hmm. and Jesus' destruction. So it's a shortcut that did not pay off at all. Um, I hope you can see the, uh, the the point of the wisdom of that of my son who said that shortcut piece. What do you think, David? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think you bring up a interesting point, and often what's misquoted in the Bible is the Bible doesn't say money is the root of all evil, which I hear people say often. Says the love of money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil. Yeah. Um, and I think about even just the the painful lengths that uh, Milton goes through in Paradise Lost to really depict money as neutral. You know, when when the demons are in hell in Paradise Lost, it says that uh, Mammon, mm-hmm. Mammon, this demon in, in hell, he loves hell because because Milton says hell is covered with jewels and gold. Mm-hmm. And his point is, you know, 
heaven has wealth and hell has wealth. You know, it's not necessarily like um, either kingdom has a corner on those things. But in hell, you know, Mammon's very satisfied because he can have he can seek after all the jewels and money there for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah.